Hi, everyone, and welcome to The Disruptive Niche, um, the podcast where we talk to people who have either disrupted their industry or have niched in um, a particular way. And today, really, really pleased to say we've got the lovely um, Siobhan Murphy um, with us. She is a woman of many talents, an author, a photographer, which is probably what we, we know you more as a, a, as a fantastic photographer, and um, an educator. Do, can we say an educator yeah. as well because of your, your cards yeah. that you've done? Um, so a woman of yeah. many, many talents. Um, so please introduce yourselves and, and, and what you do. Hi, I'm, um, yeah, I'm Siobhan Murphy and um, I'm a photographer. I'm a, mostly a family and newborn photographer is my main sort of, uh, well, not niche, I suppose, but my main um, love, really. I started out in weddings a few years ago and um, I did like weddings, but I found that children were my sort of real joy. I liked to tear around, chasing them around outside in a good way. <laughs> and um, yeah, just get them to be themselves and bring out their character and really sort of uh, capture their personalities rather than have them sort of sit and smile and pose. So yeah, I've always yeah. been, a, been an outdoor photographer because I think it's, um, they love being outside. I think you get, their, you get their nice true selves coming through rather than perhaps their camera face, as I call it. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. And also and it's nice just to get them to be kids as well, isn't it? And to get, like, exactly. and to get yeah. the parents involved as well. And it's, it's, it's everyone, grandparents, parents, everyone involved, isn't it? Yeah, I'm very, um, I'm very keen on the extended family type shoots. I really enjoy those because I think, um, you know, we're all a bit sort of, you know, I'm guilty of it myself. We're all a bit kind of, uh, you know, not not always comfortable in front of the camera. <laughs> so I do find lots of parents say, "Oh, just take pictures of the children," you know. But that's that's nice for now. But the children like to have pictures of their parents as they grow up, and they like exactly. to see their parents playing with them and getting a bit muddy and kind of exactly fun as well. So and I think also. Yeah, I mean, we, we look, look back at old photo albums, don't we? Look at the fashions and everything. Whereas kids now, I don't think they're going to have that. They're not going to be able to no, look back on things. it's a different thing. Yeah. I mean, I was finding recently some pictures from my dad's 80th to put into a book for him. Mm. And um, and I was saying to my mum, I said, the thing is because people just take pictures of the children. And we were looking for pictures of him when we were little. And she said, no, you're right. No, they're all of you two. <laughs> you <know? laughs> and it was before, before I had two other brothers and sisters at the time. But it was just, that's what you did. You just took yeah. pictures of the kids. And I, as much as parents say, oh, just, you know, I don't want to be in them. I usually kind of talk them around by the end yeah, of the session. Yeah. So, you, so I'm yeah. pretty sure that, well, I know, in fact, that, you know, COVID's had a massive impact on all photographers. It's thrown a yeah. massive curveball, curve isn't it? Because with social distance and everything, you can't go out and do photo shoots anymore. So, but you've come up with yeah. a genius way to actually get around this, and I adore it. This is why I was desperate oh, to you. talk to you because it's so <laughs> good, and it also almost fits in with what what I do as well with the smart yeah. photography. But the way you've done it Absolutely, is just yeah. brilliant. So, please say what you do now. Well, it's. Uh, I mean, I'm not by any means. You know, lots of people doing it in different ways. So, um, it's essentially a, a FaceTime shoot. So people are doing this in different ways. I think some people are kind of getting people to set up their phone or their iPad and they're photographing through that with the camera from mm. where they are at home. I've seen, seen examples of that. Um, and people are trying to encourage people to take pictures at home themselves of their babies, children, and sending them to the photographer for editing. So mine's somewhere in the middle where it's essentially a little photography lesson. So I call it's most 
at the moment just concentrating on newborns because mm. I'm feeling very strongly that you know we've got these um, new mums in lockdown who are expecting to go take their baby to all their friends and their family and show off their new baby and you know perhaps get a professional newborn shoot and they can't do any of those yeah. things um, so I'm trying to get those lovely newborn pictures for them in their home while the baby's still tiny um, and the way I've done it essentially is to call them up on the FaceTime, give them some preparation beforehand and some examples of what we're going to try and achieve um, and then talk them through the posing so I can see where they've got the baby, how the baby's positioned, where the light is. You know, I can help them, you know, because we, we can try and take, a, you see pictures people take of, of a baby where they're sort of just pretty much just mashed into the duvet and you can't really see their face. <laughs> you know? And it's still a cute little baby, but, you know, you want to see the face. So some of it's the tricks in how you actually get them positioned mm. so you can see that gorgeous face nice and clear yeah, and that's yeah, yeah. that's the hard bit and that's the bit people aren't sure how to do themselves because as you know you can take a really good photo with a smartphone <laughs> but it's the posing it's yeah. the lighting yeah, it's, yeah, the, yeah. it's that getting yeah. getting the baby where they look lovely with the little hands under the face and all those sorts of things and what I didn't want to do was really just have people send me a whole load of pictures of me just photoshop them into something and send them back yeah because yeah as much as I know that's that's great and people will have a lovely picture of their baby, I wanted to add a bit more value. I wanted to give them a little bit of a, a lesson mm. because essentially going for, you know, they're going to want to take a million pictures of that baby. So if I, even if in half an hour of a FaceTime, I've taught them a bit more about light and posing and positioning and how to get the best out of their own pictures of their baby, then that's added value. So It's fantastic. But, yeah. um, you know, and I, I love the fact that, it, like you say, I mean, a baby, a newborn baby changes on a daily basis yeah, so yeah, to yeah. be in lockdown for six seven eight weeks or however long it is you know that's a massive amount of time that that the, the parents are going to miss out on the grandparents and, and everything yeah. they, they want those memories that they can't get yeah. and I think with a lot of people because a lot of people book in for the newborn shoots quite far in advance you know because they book in when they know they're having the baby mm. they've kind of had this lovely vision in their head of getting these perfect images of their new baby with their siblings and you know mum and dad and everything else yeah and and then that's that's not going to happen so I mean there's a there's you know a lot of people out there that still want to get those lovely images so it's a way it's not the same as me obviously doing the whole shoot or anything like that but it's it's a lovely middle ground where they get something and then they can show those off to friends and family online and other people yeah. get to see them Definitely. Well, you're in, you know, in good company because um, I don't know if you saw that Bella Hadid, 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 um, did a shoot for um, Vogue over oh, really? FaceTime and <laughs> oh, using an iPhone. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going, okay. yes. <laughs> <laughs> you see, yeah, it can be done. Yeah, it's coming up with ideas, isn't it, really? Of course you know. it is. You can either sit back and go, that's it, I can't do anything, or you can try and find ways around it and think outside the box and do it. And, you know, you've yeah. done that brilliantly, so... And that's the thing. I think we're all we're all in the similar situation where we're all trying to see, you know, because there's so many different industries where you're you can't see people in person, you know. So mm. it's something, and it, it's a way to keep in touch with your customers, isn't it? It's a way to to be um, to be help, you know, help out community if you can help in the community in some way. I mean, I think you know we've all got to find a way of staying in the forefront of our customers' minds during this Definitely. time. So that, you know, hopefully when the end of it comes through, those of us that we'll get you know maybe mm. remembered a little bit more for having yeah. kept going or yeah, <laughs> you know, I don't know. I think you know you've got to be you've got to be in front of your customers haven't you definitely yeah. 
So as far as your photography is concerned, who is your inspiration? Yeah, it's really hard to say because, um, I mean, when I was younger, I just, I, I always loved black, I, I do a lot of black and white, I always love black mm. and white. So Classic, when I was timeless. Younger, um, yeah, exactly. And to be honest, the, the reason I, the main reason I do colour is because I do so much outdoor work. So I do love the, the you know, the environmental mm. colours of all the, you know, all the nature colours. So I like to incorporate those. Yeah, I love that kind of where you can get the bluebells and you can get the autumn leaf colours and all that kind of thing. But yeah, the timelessness of black and white, I think, is is just beautiful. And it doesn't date. It's not mm. a trend, you know. Um, and I think, well, so I used to love all the old, um, you know, <laughs> dating myself with age but I had that um that famous black and white Athena man with the baby photo I saw a thing recently about him and it showed him as a grown-up it was quite funny but um or the baby is a grown-up yeah, yeah yeah and uh yeah it was funny but um but I used to love all the old I've got quite a few books of the um the old sort of Hollywood glamour yeah photography that kind of and a few I, can't, I saw a few lovely exhibitions in London of um you know all the the some of them were backstage where people were it during filming yeah you know, all those, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. those iconic kind of um so you said um images. Peter Lindbergh's one of your your big heroes yeah as well yeah and I like him for the more sort of modern quite gritty stuff mm. and he did a lot of the because again when I was um I mean, I was never interested in doing, I sort of just ended up doing photography as a job. It wasn't something I was interested in, but I always took a lot of pictures because my dad worked for Kodak. We got free film and free processing when I was growing up. So I could just take any number of pictures. I didn't have to go to bonus print and pay money to find out they were crap. You know, <laughs> I just got, I, I kind of just couldn't, like, it didn't matter. You know, I could just take them and it didn't matter if they, if I spent money on yeah. them because it was all free. We were very lucky in that respect. So I never had to worry about how many pictures I took. Um, but it was also the era when, um, you know, like the supermodel first started, so the Cindy yeah. Crawford, and yeah, yeah, those, yeah. you know, and I, so I was, I, I loved all the pictures of them. I was really interested in that. And he's, um, and that sort of style, I mean, he did a few of those um, people back in the day, but it's, it's got a nice kind of gritty. Yeah. Just, I've been uh, looking at his um, smoking, smoking Women exhibition that he's, he's oh, um, really? doing. Oh, yeah. just fantastic. And, and it mixes the timelessness but with the modern day as well mm. and it's just fantastic well he's done some gorgeous ones of um not that they wouldn't be gorgeous anyway but um kate winslet and people like that but mm. the sort of style, the way they're styled with the clothes and all the um and he's done some very natural um was it um robin wright and a few other people i'm sure he's mm. done some very natural kind of no makeup showing not pretending to be any younger than they are type photos, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's lovely so yeah. yeah I've always liked those um I mean there's I could name a ton of people in the general industry that I like their stuff but you know not everyone knows those people so um yeah but Excellent. I get inspired by everything you know as I say books because um, I'm sort of I'm kind of torn between the photos and the, and the written word. Mm. <laughs> so uh, a lot of my inspiration is writing as well, writers and yeah. that kind of thing. So it comes from, comes from all over. But, Excellent. Uh, oh, no, it's, I mean, yeah, it's just, uh, you, know, you can get inspiration from anywhere, though, can't you? Just walking down the street or anything, you know. Yeah. So if you had a quote that, that you sort of would either live by or sums you up or something, what would it be? Yeah, I mean, I, the, the one that I picked out, um, it's hard because again, there's lots because I I read a lot, I write a lot of stuff, and I, I'm just very, um, I suppose, in a way, 
I'm a kind of, um, I was just somebody that was waiting for the internet to come along for you to put like a picture with a quote on top of it because I used to send my friend quotes when I, years ago, you know, I'd write letters and put quotes in them. So, you know, the, the, the inspirational meme that everyone makes fun yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. Kind of, you know, you, you were the forefront me. of the memes. That <laughs> was me before they were a thing. But um, yeah, I think, well, I've, um, I've done a lot of traveling and I've done a lot of travel photography. So I have always sort of come back to some of the sort of classic writers so the the quote i picked out for you i can probably read out for you is a jack Kerouac one from um which was um the only people for me are the mad ones the ones who are mad to live mad to talk mad to be saved desirous of everything at the same time the ones who never yawn or say a commonplace thing but burn 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 like fabulous yellow roman candles exploding like spiders across the stars oh i love that it just I love gives, that. yeah one of his books. It, it's the i like passionate people i like people that care about I can't do small talk I get I'm not very you know I just love people that just are, are, you know they're kind of they're passionate about what they do they get excited about stuff they're you know they're always trying something new they're always yeah. like kind of trying the next thing they're kind of not scared to kind of make a complete hash of it and fail miserably and it's just you know people that are out there just kind of giving things a go and not not sitting in their zone of safety, I guess. And just, yeah, yeah, yeah. To think outside the box and do something yeah. different and and take a chance because it is taking a risk as well, isn't it? You know. Yeah. And, but I always think it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, does it? I don't no. think if it, if it goes wrong, what does it matter? You've given it a try. You know, somebody wants to judge you for that. That's their problem. You know. Yeah, but exactly. I, you don't need those people. No, exactly. And I think just trying new things. And yeah, if it goes wrong, it goes wrong. What does it matter? You know, it's um, yeah. I, I just think it's it's nice to try different things. And I'm one of these people. I get bored very, very easily. Mm. So I can't stick doing the same thing all the time, even if it's sort of safe. I need to constantly sort of think of something else to be doing. Yeah. Um, you know, and trying something new. So I do. You know, I'm studying stuff on the side. No, there's always something else I'm kind of got on. Busy, on busy, the back burner. busy lady. So got something on the back burner. Yeah. Let's. I want to hear about your book as well that you've done. My silly book. Your, it's not a silly book. It's a fabulous book. Oh, bless you. <laughs> well, it was one of those. Um, I, I I just say sometimes I get these ideas, and um, I don't know. Well, you're, you're. I don't know if you've read um, Big Magic. Have you by Elizabeth Gilbert? No, no. It's a great book, and um, she talks a bit about. She's done a TED talk about creativity, and she mm-hmm. talks a bit about it and that. And I, I sort of feel a bit the same because she said essentially there are ideas that are sitting out there kind of in the universe or wherever you want to put put them and they want to be turned into something so they find somebody and if that person isn't ready because you know you come up with something and then someone else is you do nothing about it so that'd be a great idea and then you know a week later someone else has done it yeah like that was my idea um and she's saying it's just basically if it comes to you and you're not ready it will go and find somebody else because that idea wants to be turned into something yeah and I thought that was quite a lovely concept actually so what I've tried to do most of the time when I've been sent a kind of a a crazy out of nowhere is is just go with it go with the flow see what happens and generally it's worked (laughs) so the book was one of those um the grammar card things are one of those I just um kind of went into a rabbit hole for three days and created those I bet your grammar I mean the grammar cards must be fantastic now with home homeschooling yeah yeah well interestingly the two things of um at the moment are giving me an income mm. so you know while the photography world is <laughs> yeah 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 loud, you know people are reading the book I'm getting some Amazon royalties through which is lovely I've, I'm getting some people buying the the stuff for homeschooling 
So the cards were something I created to help kids with their grammar, mm. essentially. Um, and they came in a nice little box, but I've turned them into a PDF so I can just email them. So I'm oh, not going brilliant. to the post office and posting stuff out. People can buy them a bit cheaper just as a PDF. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and while people are struggling to work out what a fronted adverbial is at home <laughs> to help their children. It's like, what <laughs> the know? hell is that? <laughs> and the thing is, you're either, you know, you didn't do the grammar in school in the first place. because you didn't listen. Or you didn't listen, or you just don't remember. No. You know, there was just like a whole bunch of parents tearing their hair out trying to help their kids. And um, But yeah, I've always sort of gone um, gone with the ideas. And But that's a great book for anyone who's kind of quite interesting in creative mm. the creative process it's it's a really interesting book to read and the idea is I mean she tells a fabulous story where she had a plot for a whole book that she ended up not writing um and one of her you know famous writer friends ended up writing the exact same book and it was a really obscure plot and they'd never talked about it blimey yeah <laughs> it's a great story yeah it's a bit weird <laughs> yeah and it was um and the other one she tells is a lovely story about, I can't think what the musician is. A famous musician, anyway, and he's driving along and these lyrics come to him while he's driving mm. along the highway. And he just gets really annoyed and he ends up shouting into the sky. You know, if you want to be turned into a song, you're going to have to come back at a better time. Because <laughs> I'm driving at the moment. I can't turn you into a song. So it's, it's just an interesting philosophy. But yeah, I always think I'd som- I sometimes get these sort of ideas that come out of nowhere and you can ignore them I've ignored lots of them but the ones I've run with have been quite fun and they've oh excellent generally gone well I think if you're having um what I've discovered as I've gone on with the photography and other things is um the times I've I've taken everything terribly seriously it's not always been as successful I think once you kind of just run with it and have fun with it Mm. sometimes it just things flow a bit better yeah oh god yeah you've got to enjoy what you're doing haven't you (laughs) and and, yeah yeah, life's too short I think this is like showing everyone life is too short you've oh, just absolutely. got to get out there yeah. and do it and if you've got an idea try it like you say if it fails so what move on to the next thing you know as long as it's not costing you like loads and loads of money to to, to do it then just and I think, yeah, I think the thing now as well is because there's so many um we're very fortunate really because there's so many resources out there that you can you know if you scout around a little bit you can get free resources to design stuff and create stuff and yeah, you can make definitely. you know it's like anything, you can take a picture yourself or you can pay a professional and you can design a little mm. website yourself or you can get a fantastic web designer. You know, there's ways to bootstrap things at the beginning to see if the if the idea works, turns yeah, into yeah, something great, yeah. then you can upscale it and make it look snazzy, can't you? But, yeah. you know, we can we can start a lot of things quite small, I think. Yeah, you know? definitely. You don't need a lot of, lot, you know, just you get it out there and see, if it, see what the thing is and then develop it further yeah. if there's you know if there's an idea I'm totally involved with that one totally yeah, and, then, and then you progress it like you've done where you've just created you know you've progressed it into a different sort of level of brand and you know mm. that kind of thing so it can start see how it goes because like with anything you know you take you take a risk and you think will people buy into it when there's this other thing available but yeah they do don't they I mean, yeah definitely well what I'm going to do is put all the links to um, obviously your photography business but the grammar cards and the book oh, as well put them all onto oh, the um, the accompanying blog post um, so you know it's there for people to, to resources oh, there thank you that's kind yeah um, no that's fine so when um, we've only got a few minutes left um, so as far as um, the whole corona thing gone what part of normal do you want to get back to 
do you, have you re, have you really sort of evaluated what's what normal is? Yeah, I mean, I'm um, I'm fine. I, I know it's it's very hard, isn't it? Because everybody's having a, such a different experience of this mm. situation, um, and you know, I'm not someone by any means who's who's in a really comfortable position but we're okay <laughs> mm. you know we're okay at the moment um so it does range so much doesn't it from people who, who literally just aren't surviving and people that are yeah. sort of having quite a nice time at home <laughs> so there's a real um you know I, I think people with young children it must be very difficult it must be quite stressful um but some people are finding it easier than others and but I think the family um I'd like to see the normal that I'd like to see is a bit more um a bit more connection between people, a bit more time spent with each other. Mm. I think the fact that we're not able to see people we'd like to see has kind of struck quite strongly with people. But I, I certainly felt, um, I mean, I'm someone that's quite interested in sort of saving the environment and all that kind of thing anyway. So I was feeling quite strongly that um, things had to change and they weren't changing. So the hippie in me is kind of very much feeling that this has been we've been sent this because we weren't we've been well listening well it's um, almost like we've been put on the naughty step isn't it it's like yeah, oh, yeah, you're all grounded like i gave you button. yeah you know it's like Until well, morning. we've we've had floods we've had australia on fire we've had so yeah, many locusts. warnings exactly. <laughs> and it's like right you're not listening yeah. all of you you're That's grounded it's like a big pause and i found it really because it's the entire world it's very yeah. interesting and the 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 met that you know the amount of already regeneration of of nature that's happening i mean i said to my daughter the other day it's a bit like when you go outside you've got a new one of those new fancy hd tvs because everything's like yeah. <laughs> it's all brighter and it does you know, seem like kind of doesn't weird. it and, yeah and, yeah and, you know yeah. you've got the fish returning to venice and everything yeah. you know the, the the photos of the pollution levels in india and everywhere yeah. it is just and i saw a lovely one um well you i know you've been to nepal haven't you there was a lovely one i saw the other day and it was a guy who was just wandering along the road and he was obviously about to go into one of those little shacks you see on the side mm. of the road and uh, <laughs> like this rhino was just strolling down the road and you just saw him like turn around and look back and go oh, and just shoot off the side of the road because this rhino was like nonchalantly wandering down the street it was brilliant <laughs> But, um, the animals have yeah. reclaimed the land, haven't they? <laughs> yeah. But I think we definitely got to a point of um, just constant busyness, constant sort of, um, as I say, the sort of the stress and the busyness as a kind of a badge of honour of how, you know, if you weren't yeah. stressed out and busy, you kind of didn't feel as important as the next person who was mm. stressed out and busy. And I think there's been so much of that and the whole 24-7 con- being contacted at all times not even yeah. feeling like you can switch off in the evening or switch off at the weekend I think that had got to quite an unmanageable level yeah definitely and I think um the slowing down is is a positive um and it would be nice to see see people going back to different ways of working afterwards I think and having mm. sort of less of that that level of stress but it's interesting because I think there's there's even pressure in this situation for everyone to be more productive yes it, and and that's that's a symptom of that that complete attitude in society that you should constantly be driven mm. you know we and we're pretty much just being given a little you know have a few weeks holiday and some people are feeling guilty if they do that yeah yeah yeah. you know i should be starting this new business i should be you know creating a market garden in my backyard <laughs> or i should be you know whatever it is. i think there's just the guilt and the pressure still which yeah. is a shame because you know 
why not step back? Why not just well, exactly it? have a few weeks off? You yeah. know, you might not get a chance again. Exactly. Yeah. So, so just make yeah. the most of it, and 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 like you say, reset, recharge your batteries yeah. because but, we're going to hit have to hit the ground running again pretty soon, aren't yeah. we? So. And I'm just I'm hoping I'm hoping there's going to be a lot more, um, you know, kind of a lot more people outside, a lot more people enjoying the because where people have been, you know, they're now enjoying going out for a walk with the family that they wouldn't yeah, have done before. Exactly. All the kids were on the Xboxes or whatever, and that's. I hope that just carries on. Yeah, it doesn't sort of revert straight. My, yeah. I think my fear is that we go through all this and it just reverts back to exactly how it was. Oh that yeah, so depressing. I, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't think so. I think people, I don't think it will. No, I think there's a lot of people who are like, you know, actually, yeah, there's more to life yeah. and um, yeah. enjoying it. So. Yeah. Yes. Right, so we've got the most important questions now. Quick fire round. <laughs> Quick fire round. Marmite, lover or hater? Oh my god, no. no. Oh, really? <laughs> Well, I you know we're what? no longer liked, friends. <laughs> I never liked it anyway, but I did get forced to eat some of it as part of a drinking game. Um, <laughs> when I, in Australia, I had to eat a, a veggie. Veggie might would have been, but it's just as disgusting. Um, and I oh. had to eat a whole lump of it. And, oh, um, well, no, fair really, play. Really quickly, and it just, yeah, that finished me off. So oh, no. no, Marmite on cold toast. It's the best thing ever. Twiglets, Mas- though. I like <laughs> yeah, twiglets. they're not bad. <laughs> Master house. Chef or the Great British Bake Off? Uh, I do like both, but I'd have to go Bake Off. I do okay. Like the, uh, tea or off. coffee? Tea. Tea. <laughs> Red or brown sauce? But neither. <gasps> okay. Red okay. or white wine? <laughs> um, either. <laughs> yeah, any. <laughs> any, any. <laughs> and, uh, all the other, and all the other alcoholic beverages as well. <laughs> yes, yes. It's just any alcohol any, will be fine. Anything. Yes, yeah, absolutely. After my own heart then. Yeah. Football or rugby? <laughs> Um, I'm not really a sport person, but I'd, I'd, I'd probably go rugby because I do. I've, I've done a few, been lucky enough to do a few shoots of the Saracens family, which are different family, different families in the Saracens team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so, cool. Um, I when the rugby's on, I sort of keep an eye on it, and um, but yeah, I'm not really a sports watcher, shall we say? Okay. And Strictly or Dancing on Ice? Oh, Strictly. Strictly, yeah, I yeah, like Strictly. My daughter likes that. It's something we bond over. yeah oh well thank you so much for um taking the time out um really enjoyed it and um so as i say i will put all of your links onto the blog that will do it and this will hopefully go onto my website if i know how to do it (laughs) (laughs) it's all very new (laughs) Um, it's it's lovely and i'm a big podcast fan so it's lovely to uh lovely to be on one. Oh, brilliant well thank you so much and <laughs> oh, um take care good luck with everything and thank um, you you too and we'll i look well, forward we'll to seeing and look forward to seeing some more of your shoots on facebook because they are oh, just beautiful and i love them oh so. thank you that's really kind and i love all your stuff as well i love oh, your... <laughs> <thank> you <laughs> i like always look out for your uh, your shots they're lovely oh thank, thank you, you for that. brilliant oh. take care and thank you yeah, so you much thank yeah, you thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye.